Hello. We are here with Operation Hustle. Happy Friday. And today's oh. topic is uh, all about your body and how you only get one. So I'm sure all of you guys know this quote. Your Yolo. body is a uh, <laughs> temple. Um, and that talks, you know, in the Bible, it talks about how our body is a temple. We should treat it so. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is how we only get one body um, and you can't get another one as of right now. There's no, you know, way to just create you yourself get that a new body. Meta body. Right. <laughs> so, Justin, do you want um, to transition so, us over? Yeah. Like Abby was saying, um, you get one body, treat it well. So, we call this the life vehicle. And at any point in time, you can soup it up for free. If you do right, like the, some things right, you know, you work out, you exercise, you eat right, you can turn your body into a supercar. Oh, yeah. I like Turbo. to use that metaphor all yeah. the time. Stripper. So, like, you Stripper. don't have to buy the Ferrari. You just have to work for the Ferrari. You fucking live you know in the saying? Ferrari. That's Who what I'm saying. Who the fuck wants to buy a Ferrari? Yeah. Live in that I, shit. I mean, I kind of like to buy one. Well, so <laughs> Justin and I were watching something really interesting last night, Ollie. So on this new streaming platform, I was like, oh, that platform's for weirdos. And then I was like, you know what? This stuff has a lot of really good stuff yeah, on the it. Uh, the The Gaia, and I'm probably saying this wrong, but the Gaia platform, G-A-I-A. G-A-I-A. Uh, really cool documentaries on there. So I started watching one last night on um, the brain and how they've actually figured yeah. out. They used to say that you damage your brain cells and you can't replace those. Well, they're now, you know, finding out new research that an old dog can learn new tricks and you can actually repair Ooh. those brain cells. Um, and But there's a very specific way in which they realize people are repairing those brain cells. So two of the main things that Justin and I, of course, clinged on to for today's topic um, of how you can uh, repair those brain cells, create new ones, um, is discipline and high-intensity interval training. Oh, snap. What? Yeah. Work wow. out. Work so out. So if out. you've done drugs and alcohol your whole life, start working out yeah. now so you can gain more brain cells. Yeah. But really, though, yeah. on a real note, I, that it, was insane watching that. I was like, wow, I can't believe this. So They were saying anything that like challenged you. So like if yeah. you were to do like crossword puzzles or Sudoku or one of these weird games, they, mm-hmm. they did a study if you put like a timer on it, uh, your performance is better because you have now a challenge and you grow more like brain cells like she so, was saying. And another thing that interests me, it was talking about like the fact that you keep put, if you keep pushing yourself, striving yourself for more. Mm-hmm. So the people, and I'm just giving you an example. So if this is one of you, don't feel like this is a personal attack. It's not. This is all about the documentary. So people who, you know, don't have ambition, don't strive to move forward. Maybe they're in a job where they're literally not doing anything more than they're doing, you know, they... They haven't tried to get a promotion. They haven't tried to get a raise. They haven't tried to get a new certification. They're just in the same spot, you know what I mean, doing the same thing, and they're not try- trying to strive better. And that might even be just like they're trying to be better than they were last year, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you're just yeah. trying to not to do anything better than you did at all the year before, you know, you're not going to progress forward brain cognitive function-wise, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But if you are trying, and even if you're not in your job, but outside of your job, you're really trying to work on yourself, self-growth, personal skills, you know, growth development, reading, all that stuff, that can still do the same thing, create mm-hmm. new brain cells. Yeah. So I started thinking, you know, um, is that's awesome that we can do that, but unfortunately right now, we can't recreate new things like you can't recreate new arteries. They sure they can give you artificial body. I don't always in that heart though. The thing, right? They <laughs> can't. Like like a freaking jet engine. There is a list of they people don't. who actually need this. They're not going to just give away, you know, free hearts and free yeah. lungs to people who have decided to damage their bodies due to being obese mm-hmm. and not working on themselves. They're going to get it to that young nine-year-old kid that you know was born with something that they couldn't help. I would you hope. Know? So there's a wait list. Right. But there's not a wait list on how to fix your brain cells. That's something you can do literally yeah. right now. 
right? Um, so it just coincides with today's topic because, you know, you only get one body, your body is a vehicle, um, and you need to treat it like a temple because unfortunately at this point in time, not yet, we cannot replace the body, you know, yeah. but you can get yourself in a better place. The good thing is that you can become a different person. And that's kind of what yeah. the documentary was talking about. You can come, be, we can become a different person at any point in time. We have the power yeah. to do that. Yeah. We have yeah, the power to change time, tomorrow and be a brand new person. ET, yeah, I agree. And I want to throw out a, a, a uh, DJ Trump quote. Oh, oh okay. God. Actually, yeah, I just heard this one recently on the Here we go. We're going to get taken down. Very credible. Very credible. <laughs> it's highly credible. It's the most credible you've ever seen. Uh, but anyway, she said, my father had a uh, saying, you know, if you retire, you expire. And I watched Ooh. this baker. This baker, he's, he, yes. he could pass a $5 billion transaction without having to talk to anyone. Okay. Very big deal. Okay, he <laughs> retired within the next year. I watched him age from fifty to seventy-five. It was insane. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, if you legit. don't use it, you that lose it. Baby. That's how it comes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He legit. He said like that guy aged immediately. Yeah. So the like, you stop growing, and guess what? Your body realizes that oh, mentally it, you haven't developed, yes. and it's like yeah. okay, we ha- we can stop. Yeah, we we're done here. Now. Right. We so don't. it just it goes it coincides with Crazy. so many different like philosophies that we talk about here in, on this podcast. Like, right. Like you say, you're, you're a loser. You're going to become a loser. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the other thing is, is that I read this in I have this app called Headway. I think it's called Headway um, where you can read different parts of different books. It's just to help kind of get you remotivated into reading and stuff. And I had read a, a book and I can't I think it's called Anti-Fragility is what I told you. Yeah. Um, is that the humans, right, we think that we need to relax. Like, we're, like, striving for this, like, perfect life where, mm-hmm. like, all we do is we live in comfort where yeah. there's no stress. There's, you know, everything's perfect when in reality, if we were to do that, just as Ollie would say, you know, with this guy, with this banker, if we were to live in a perfect life, there was no stress, we were constantly yeah. comfortable, blah, blah, uh, we would just become, <laughs> you know, expired, our brain yeah. would have nothing to strive for anymore. We would have nothing to push forward anymore. Like you would just see yourself declining in all areas of your life. You know, so although that we think that, because we, put, I'm sure all of us can find a time, I'm sure just literally this week, where you feel <laughs> burnt out and you're like, I'm today. tired. <laughs> today, as you know, right before this podcast, uh, where you feel tired and burned out and you're like, I can't do this. But then I, re- like, there's this tiny voice in my head. Like, yes, you can. Yeah. All you have to do is get through today, get through today, get There's through today. There's a, uh, a book I'll reference. It's a really easy read. It's called Thomas the Train. <laughs> I think I can. Legit. As wow. simple as it That's gets. That's powerful, though. So this yeah. little train, so, but seriously, all he had to basic. do was say, I think I can, I think yeah. I can, I think, think I can. can. And he that's what I would, I've been doing this whole week. Ass. I can, I can, yeah. I can. And it's crazy because, again, this mantra, this philosophy is used, you know, all over the world. And one thing I thought about, um, is that, and I've talked about this before, I'm very open, I'm not ashamed, I am, you know, an alcoholic, uh, and I'm going on my sixth year of sobriety, and I did go through AA, um, and one of the things that is really important about AA is they don't tell you, and I tell clients this too with nutrition, same thing, you know, food addiction is the same thing as a drug addiction, as an alcoholic addiction, it's all very powerful addiction in general, yeah. um, but, you know, that I, in AA, they don't say if you're having, if you walk in and say, I want a drink, generally, the people in AA or your sponsor is going to say, all right, they're not going to tell you don't have the drink. They're going to say, all right, I want you to tell yourself you can have the drink in an hour. And if you still have the thought in an hour, and sometimes, and that changes for different people who have, you know, stronger addictions. There might be somebody that literally feels that, you know, minutes at a time. And so they're going to say, listen, I'm going to coach you through this. You just need to get through one minute. You get through the minute. You need to get through another minute. And they're like, because coming off of legit, super hardcore drugs, 
that's what it does to you. Your brain is just completely warped. Yeah. So it's fighting that addiction. It's fighting that stronger power in your head telling you you need it when you don't. Um, but so it's just saying to yourself, I just need to get through one day. So it goes with the same thing with Thomas the Tank. Yes, I can. He's a yes, tank, dude. Yes, he made it to a tank. That's I don't need the drink. I don't need the drink. I can get up. I can get yeah. through this. I can get through work. I'm tired, but if I push through it, push through. And brand new parents do the same thing oh, yeah. when they have babies. Yeah. I'm, like Everybody just gets extremely exhausted. It's a big, huge change. I can do this. I can do this. They need me. They need me. They need me. They need me. Yeah. And it's insane how powerful the human body is. But we continually see these clients come through our door and not be able to push themselves through or I just can't do it and they could just come in with excuses, you know, and um, we have to constantly find ways to help them because personal trainers become not just personal trainers. We're not just staying in there counting your reps. We're not just staying there telling you how to work out. We're actually trying to help you make behavioral changes to help you find success, which not every personal trainer does. I will say that. Um, But at our gym, that's something that we try to do because we all have experiences, the team that we have created in which we can relate to this. You know, I myself It's more mental than anything. Yeah. When it comes down to it, like your brain moves your body. And if you don't have the right mindset, you ain't going to move. You're going to be like lazy. It's easy to be lazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's going to be downfalls, you know, like even in um, AA, like one of the things is is like, you know, if you, you... you end up having a relapse. It's okay. The first thing that they actually do, I kid you not, this is crazy. They will come to your house and they will drag you out of your house in the middle of you being drunk and drinking, grab the bottle of your hands and bring you to a meeting while you're drunk. Even if you're not yeah. catching one, much of what's going on in the meeting, it's about being around your other fellow AA people that don't judge you that are, you know, and you're hearing about, you know, the discipline and, you know, what it does and these stories of like how they don't miss going back. And like, you know, fortunately for myself, I have never had to go be dragged into a meeting still drunk. But I do remember yeah. having a downfall where I went to Gasparilla and um, I drank and I felt really bad. And one of my fellow AA members had went and brought me to go get my car and brought me to a meeting was like, you need to come to two meetings today. You need to. And I did. And I followed everything that these people told me. And I honestly give them all the credit, you know, yes, I give myself credit in God because I prayed a lot, but these people were my powerhouse. Um, And that, you know, I I see the same sort of similarities with us and these clients, like we are their powerhouse, you know, just continuing to remind them you can, you can, you can. Yeah, you are who you surround yourself with. So like that, like you guys are in the same group, you all want the same goals. And that's like the same thing with our gym. They all come in, they all want to reach these goals. We put them in the right mindset. We are always encouraging them. We're never bringing them down. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to come and make some progress. Yeah, there's an energy to like-minded people. And I think, yep. um, you know, your environment and what you surround yourself is extremely important, especially when you surround yourself with something as powerful as a human being. Because you don't really, uh, a lot of people don't think of this, but because um, you walk by people every day, oh, it's pretty insignificant. Like, let's say you you live in a, a city area where you you commute to work uh, via a walk. You know, let's say you're in New York City, right? You're walking by hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people every day. Yeah. But the people that you allow to get close to you in your life yeah. hold immense levels of power that you yeah. don't even realize. But like that amount of energy that they dedicate to you, you reciprocate. Um, and that flow of of like mindedness is so integral. Um, I think it's really a missed point in a lot of people's lives that, you know, understanding the importance of your relationship. Oh, fellowship. 
It's huge. With the right people. And you know, it's crazy. And I'm going to give this experience, you know, this is a new experience starting this week um, that I actually started with my sister. Um, So shout out to my sister, Allie. But um, we started a program together that I created for her. And I I was going to just create it for her. And then I started to do some self-reflection and a little bit of a personal inventory, which that word is also used in AA. Do a personal inventory. What's going on in your life? Check Um, yourself. It's all about accountability. And I checked myself. And when I did the personal inventory, I was like, I haven't been pushing myself in my workouts pretty much since my my breast surgery. And I really need to get honed in. Like, I need that feeling again where when I push myself, I drop that serotonin, that dopamine. That doesn't mean I'm not like, oh, fuck this while I'm doing it. Yes, of course, it sucks. (laughs) And I push through it. But knowing that she's also going to do the same workout and I want to chat with her and be like, what did you think? What did you think? And you know what I mean? Like sending each other little videos like, oh, I just got to the first round. It's a challenge, too. You guys are on the same program. But at the same time, you're competing a little bit. We're not even competing. It's just more about like, I just want to know what she thinks. And it's like, you know, like, did you think it was difficult? Oh, let's let's intensify this together. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's created this new knowing that she's also going to do it. So if I don't tell her I did it, you know, I'm going to disappoint her. You know what I mean? Or feel I'm going to feel like a failure um, that here I am as her big sister giving her this program. And I said, I'm going to do with her and I'm not. And that like in itself is helping me like stay accountable and hold myself to the workout and finish it out. Like I didn't want to do the last round. I was like, oh, I don't have enough time. And then I was like, you know, what? that's a bullshit excuse you would have said before. You do have enough time. That just means you're going to have to cut down the time you'd put you know, doing your hair. So leave your yeah. hair up, finish the workout, and stop being a little bit. We have a rule bitch. at our gym, dude. <laughs> if it's on the board, it, it shall be done. Be done. It, it shall must be done. be done. So if we write it down, and we even during the middle of the workout when we're hating this shit, it sucks, especially a leg day. I know Ollie knows this. We've done plenty of leg days that Love just, them. they're great, but they're torturous. They suck. And, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. mid-workout, we look at that board, and we're like, yo, we could just, like, etch out. No. And then we're like, nah, dude, don't be a <laughs> bitch. Finish the damn workout. Damn this is the third workout that I've done from the program yeah. that I've created for her. And like my arms were our Play-Doh. But <laughs> you have a, when you have it mapped out, instead of just like free-for-alling it, which you can free-for-all for a little bit, but you like without a plan, you're on a path to nowhere. Yeah. Right. So, so like, and especially like whenever you're establishing that plan, I think it's, it's integral that you understand where you're at. Um, and the level of intensity that you need to pursue, because that's one of those key words that you brought yeah. up uh, while you were describing, you know, your your workouts with your sister was intensity. Um, it's huge. Uh, and you got to realize that intensity is only ever brought about by you. Like the level of intensity that you're going to be able to put out is directly correlative to um, the level of commitment and understanding you have for how important the act you are performing is. So specifically with workouts, uh, if you go into the workout and you're like, oh, I'm going to move around some weights today, I guess, and yeah. uh, maybe I'll do some planks or whatnot, you know, that's going to be a bullshit workout. And honestly, yeah. it's going to affect you negatively. Like, I've done them. Going on. I've yeah. had those days where I'm just yeah. like, well, I'll just do this. And it's like, it's not the same. Yeah, and sometimes it, it just requires a little bit of recalibration um, and yeah. and looking into to why that intensity is lacking. And sometimes maybe you need to change up the workouts. Maybe you need to focus on a different muscle group. Maybe that part is exhausted. Maybe you need to change your workout from a physical one more so into a mental one. Yeah. So that way it stays engaging and you can maintain your intensity. But I think overall, like the most important thing is to understand how important every moment that you're using, especially if you're working out, um, actually is because you yeah. should be enjoying your workout. You should be pushing yourself. You, that's your developmental time. And I say this all the time. Workouts um, and specifically like personal training, I think it's far more mentally based than it is physically based. Yeah, 100%. Like the oh, best transformations it, are mental transformations. It definitely yeah. is because, you know, I actually had a client yesterday um, 
who was just telling me about, you know, epiphany she's had. And I've like had clients tell me this, you know, recently a lot about epiphanies that they've had about themselves, you know, due to this, you know, fitness journey and definitely with this meal plan. Um, But just it was very interesting hearing what she noticed about herself when she started cleaning up everything. She started feeling healthier. You know, Um, it's crazy how negative habits will actually um, uh, make us almost blind to other parts that we need to be held accountable to ourselves. And what I mean by that is like, I'm going to give you an example. Like, let's say, you know, it's not just a bad diet and not working out, but you're also a drinker. And so that, that mental clarity isn't there. And so you're not able to see like maybe something like, Oh, Hey, like I noticed that, you know, uh, around certain types of personalities, like I get, you know, um, how do I say this? I get, I cower down and I get kind yeah. of almost like embarrassed or, you know, I get, you know, insecure. Mm-hmm. Right. So insecurity. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. And your inhibitions lower. At right. That point. So but like when you start to have all that mental clarity, that brain plasticity, right, we're making new brain cells just from that, you know, documentary started watching um, with this intensified workouts high intensity workouts, you start to realize these things. And then it was like, when I watched this documentary lesson, I was like, boom, there it is. That's why these people have these epiphanies, these revelations about themselves. That's why they're able to, you know, uh, perform better in different areas of their life when they start putting nutrition and exercise together, because that is required of us, high intensity workouts and discipline to create brain plasticity, new brain cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I honestly think that the body is a is a true indicator. It's like a, a roadmap to life. If yeah. you can analyze and, uh, you know, uh, take down like notes as far as what the differences are in your body, what the advancements are, what the improvements are, what the uh, the the weaknesses are of your own body. Um, you know, you can kind of roadmap out where that connects to you mentally, where that connects to you spiritually, um, because all of these things are associated to something else. Uh, within your life, it's all interconnected. So if yeah. you have a roadmap to like, oh, you know, I'm drinking a lot, you know, that that says that you're adding uh, some form of stimulant because you don't feel mentally stimulated in other ways. So if yeah. you need to to add that stimulant, which is a depressant, you know, has different factors that say, oh, you get tipsy, guess what? Your inhibitions loosen and now you feel like you can go out and dance, which normally you couldn't dance. Why couldn't you dance before? Well, Maybe you were insecure. Why are you insecure? You don't love your body. Yeah. Maybe you need to work out. Well, that's the thing is that so many people don't want to actually look at themselves and look at and face the hard truths. But the hard truth here is going back, circling back to the main theme here is that you get one body. Right. So and we say this all the time is that we can't we're always so shocked when people are willing to throw money at cars, new purses, new houses, you know, Amazon purchases that they make stupidly every week, uh, Chick-fil-A going out to eat wine, this, that, you know, it's insane. But yet, you know, you only get one body. And if one thing deteriorates, it can literally make you uh you I mean, know, it could kill you. It could kill you. It yeah, could just yeah. make you literally paralyzed. It could, you know, you could make you bedridden. And yet we still don't take it so, seriously. I got a scenario for everyone. Imagine if at birth you were given a Honda Civic, brand new, zero oh. miles. Okay. Oh. And you get this one <laughs> Honda Civic for the hundred years you're, you're going to live. How well will you treat it? I guarantee your ass is going to be changing that oil on time every time. You're going to put the best gas in it. You're going to wash it. You're going to clean it. You're going to do everything to keep that vehicle running so you can go and 
Again, things. that's under the assumption mm-hmm. that you could never save enough money to get a different vehicle. Like, no, I'm just the world just revolves around only this getting is, one vehicle. It's a hypothetical. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, I'm just making this yeah. clear because, of course, people okay. are like, oh, well, I could just buy another one. Well, that's what. That's <laughs> why I'm saying. I know, but I'm just saying. Because if you if you only get that one car, like you're gonna make it last, mm-hmm. unless yeah. you're a dumbass. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, yeah. So, to further add to that, uh, everyone knows like when it rains, it pours. What that means yeah. is whenever you have like any sort of mechanical issue, let's relate it to the car. Um, let's say your suspension starts to, to go a little wonky, starts to go out. It's going to affect other parts in the system. Yep. So you can view that and you can like apply that to your body. You know, any part of your body that's starting to act up, it's going to have uh, an impact on the surrounding structures. And that, oh, yeah. Exactly. And that's going to be like uh, exactly like how I was saying before, like it's a roadmap. Yep. Um, that impact on surrounding structures is often... Like, it, it's correlated to everything. You know, and another sure. thing that 100%. drives me nuts is that when 100%. people start to go through different things, I'm, I'm just going to give an example, like an, an autoimmune disorder, right? <laughs> like, their first thing to do, and I'm not saying it's wrong, like, it's just, just like run to the hospital, run to the doctor. Um, but then when they go home, they start doing their same old patterns. And, you know, I feel I feel better. I'm going to go back to, you know, drinking heavily every single night. I'm going to have two glasses of wine every single night. Mm. I'm going to, you know, uh, not exercise, not work out, come home, watch TV, not further develop anything. And then they're confused why they have an autoimmune disorder. I mean, there's so many studies that prove that stress, not taking care of your body, is actually so toxic for the inside of our bodies. And yeah. yet there's so much things like autoimmune disorders that we really don't have actual answers for us to where they come from, you know, how we can prevent them, really how they start, like none of that. They're still doing research on that. So my thing is, what's the worst that can happen? You cut all these things out and you have a healthier lifestyle and you feel better. I mean, at that point, like if I was, you know, had an autoimmune disorder that led me to the hospital, like that would be that would be quick for me. I'd be like, I got to change my entire life, you know? Um, but there are just still so many people that aren't at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, I think that's what we really need to focus on with clients is just figuring out how to get them to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes we win and sometimes, sometimes we lose. Sometimes there's people where I really feel I can't touch and that always breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Is like, I'll, I'll be stumped and I'm like, I've given them really everything I have, you know? Yeah. And I'm not really sure I actually am the person that they need. They might need a different, you know, professional, you know, uh, a counselor, they might need, you know, uh, a psychiatrist or, you know, somebody to just help them uh, on a different route before they can take this route. Um, but I think that's the key to, you know, just life is figuring out how to really help the, the people that aren't on that wavelength of like, oh my God, I need to change everything now. This is important. You know, those people that don't have that feeling like, oh my God, you know, that oh shit moment, no rock bottom. How do we reach them? Mm. I think, unfortunately, it does have a lot to do with um, the vision that everyone has promulgated throughout our society of what a happy life is. You know, a happy life is Lamborghinis, Bugattis, you know, girls on tap, blah, 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 like champagne. <laughs> Bullshit. Girls on tap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, I mean, that's, 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 that's a rapper well, life. single man promoted, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, let's say uh, men on, on tap. Wap, <laughs> wap, guys. Wap. <laughs> oh, God. So <laughs> Number one hit song in the world. Me, you made me remember that one client had told me recently that she just felt down and we got to talking and, you know, she felt numb and then we got to talking more and we kind of figured, you know, narrowed it down to like her feeling like monotonous, mm-hmm. like Groundhog Day type stuff. You wake yeah. up, it's Groundhog Day, you do it again, it's Groundhog Day, you do it again, it's the same old routine. And I looked at her and I th- said, well, you know, that's what life is all about. Unfortunately, you can't take you know, insane adventures and spontaneity every single day. We are programmed to be disciplined. We are programmed to be structured. And yeah. when we're not, that's when things are going wrong. 
you know, so who's to say that maybe feeling numb is happy? Yeah. You can yeah. do small also, adventures. Like Also, the question yeah. is, why did that numbness occur? Is it that she doesn't love what she's doing every day? And what is the the factor that needs to change within her system? Because my question when it comes to that... I think that we're obsessed with being happy. Exactly. So but, you're sold on a vision. But right. that vision is not... It's not come from yourself. Right. Now, I have a feeling that she's honestly like being exposed to a lot of Instagram stuff, a lot of Facebook stuff. It's a it's a vision of life that's not suited for you. Like you need to delve within, find within what the vision for life is, and then start to execute and work towards that. But unfortunately, everyone has all these external sources, There's, you know, constantly playing in front of them on these. Well, everybody screens. fakes their life online. Exactly. Most but people. you need to find I like mean, what's your meaning, what's your purpose inside. It doesn't yeah. exist here. You can yeah. do small things. Like yeah. I found myself, we got this bird now. He lives in our backyard, oh. and he's there every day. Yeah. And we, I, he tries to get. Might in sound the crazy, house. but I think it's Abby's dad. He tries to get in the house every single day. Okay, Dude. the bird doesn't learn. <laughs> it started in November, and he flew into the door and was like weird. It was like, what the hell is going on? And I was like, maybe he saw his reflection. Whatever. He came back one month later, did the same thing, and no, he's, he's like looking around how to get day. in the house. It's the homie now. Now it's increased. To every day he tries to get in the house. Yeah. Every day. He's That's looking. How does he get in? And then I tried sits. to let him in too and he wouldn't come in. No, but he so sits he's just and like he just he watches over the house. And it's the same bird, I'm telling you. But now he won't yeah. leave. Every and it's a mockingbird. So but now so like my why I talked about this is like you can do small little things. Like I find myself outside just hanging out with that fucking bird now. Just yeah. like chilling on my like break between work shifts. I'm like, man, I just I don't wanna I don't wanna go to bed. I don't wanna like Think about much. I'm going to go outside and go hang out with the homie. Are you sure you don't have termites? (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) He's like, oh, they're invading the house. They're all over. There's a lot of food in the house. But what his thing is, is that like, and I agree, it's giving me this like newfound, like, I don't know, peace to be outside and see what he's doing. You don't have to go to fucking Japan to like have a good time. Like you could literally take a walk around your block and that could be your adventure for the day. Yeah. We still have to go to work. We still have to do all these things, but you can find these small areas of time. So everybody has the same 24 hours. Find an area of time, 10, 15 minutes, just to unplug, walk around, and be in nature. That's where we were meant to be, yeah. not in these dwellings with all this electricity, phones, screens. We need, like, the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you have, like, these uh, big extravagant trips where you go and explore these new places. Which is epic and, and amazing. Oh, it's awesome. I'm not saying don't do like, it. You just can't do it all the yeah, fucking time. Highly recommendable. Um, but the point is to immerse yourself in a different culture or a different surrounding so that way you can step back and gain a new perspective. The point is still a mental point. Like you still, it's a, it's a reprieve, it's a relaxation. Um, you know, there are other ways to find it. It's just, you need to be able to tap into that. Um, which I think a lot of people neglect and need to focus on. And it's really easy to neglect because this is your escape. But when you're looking at this, it's just occupying your mind. You're not yeah. working on your mind. You're, You're not, not escaping your mind, actually. Exactly. Really blinding you to the real world. Exactly. It's yeah. insane. It's like a fog. It's up here. You mm-hmm. can't see shit around you. You don't really hear shit because you're so focused on what's on that dumbass screen. Everybody does it. I do it. Mm-hmm. And I've been leaving my phone inside when I hang out with that bird. Well, so I want to end it with this. So, you know, we're going to tie it right back to the fact that, hey, your body is a temple. You only get one. This is your life vehicle, you know, so you need to treat it like that. So if you're not currently, it is time for you to take a personal inventory and think about why you're not. 
And what are some things that you control? And if you have all sorts of health yeah. conditions that you can't, you know, attack all at once, what is one that you'd like to focus on? Do you have, are you on high cholesterol medication? Is that yeah. something that you can focus Small on steps, right now? Small, Small steps. steps. Um, but my sister did tell me about this app called Dalio, um, which does help you habit what? track if you're not a pen to paper person. Um, but there are some cool habit tracker calendars on Amazon. So go check those out. Um, you should but, be pen to paper, paper people, though. It does help you retain notes. It does notes help you retain way notes. Way better. Way, but way, 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 if you better. are somebody that needs that alarm, that reminds on your phone um, because you wear your Apple Watch or you look at your phone often, check out that app. Start doing a personal inventory. What are small steps that you can do to take control of your life? And think about if you tomorrow were bedridden because you didn't take care of your body, how would you feel? And start with that because that yeah. will start to bring you to your emotional why. And it will start to bring when you have an emotional why a strong feeling of that oh shit moment. I got to do something yeah. now. If you and need that's help how you provoke it. Physically or mentally. Hit us up, www.absfitnesstrainer.com. Find us on Instagram at Abs Fitness. Yo, lie. Yes, we can. Find us on Instagram at Abs Fitness underscore Brandon Florida, Facebook, Abs Fitness LLC, YouTube, YouTube Abs Fitness Film House, and TikTok, Abs Fitness Tampa. Bye, guys. We out. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Adios.